Those fingers in my hair That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it The heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for it do? Welcome back to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I am Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And we are getting pretty close to the end of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets here on Broomsticks and Butterbeer, your chapter-by-chapter discussion. Jessica has read the books many, many times. I'm on this journey for the first time. I'm so excited for you. Thanks. I've had many people tell me that, that they... They are jealous of me because I get to experience this for the first time, and I guess they wish that they could have that same feeling of going through uh, this magical journey. Like we could get the, what's the spell for mind wiping? The men in black spell? (laughs) Flashy thing? Yeah. There's a a spell. We've we've encountered this before because we've made the men in black comparison before. I don't think we've encountered the spell yet. Okay. We've just referenced it. We know that it's possible as our two dogs attack each other. Our two fangs attack each other in the background. One is mercilessly, unmercilessly chewing on the other one. And the other one's just trying to take a nap. Yep. So let's talk about chapter 14 before we get into chapter 15. Chapter 15 that we're going to discuss today called Aragog. Did I say that right? Yes. Chapter 14, there's lots to reflect on. The chapter titled Cornelius Fudge, he of the purple pointy boots. And in the last chapter, Hermione proved why students hate libraries. What? No, she didn't. Mm-hmm. No. Students hate, like, kids hate going to the library. I love going to the library. I've actually, as a librarian, I've had a few students tell me that they like coming to the library. They, I didn't used to like coming to the library, but now that I like coming to the library. And that's like the coolest thing I can hear. But... I, Hermione proved why students hate libraries because she was on her way to one and she was attacked and petrified. I believe she was coming back from one. Mm, we don't we don't know for sure. We'll have an intern look it up. Mm, pretty sure. And we had that mirror that was found next to her. The very <gasps> the significant mirror. mirror. Do you know anything about this? <laughs> Boys are like, what? Yeah, it's I was a, just checking. It's just a mirror. Yeah, that's what McGonagall said. So the school's on lockdown. The boys go to talk to Hagrid because they've put it off long enough. And Hagrid is visited by Cornelius Fudge, the head of the Ministry of Magic, Dumbledore, and, of course, Lucius Malfoy. Malfoy. And the result being Hagrid is heading to Azkaban, pending an investigation regarding his involvement in the attacks. Dumbledore is... we don't approve of. No. We we discussed this in the last one. That seems a bit harsh. No, it's awful. <laughs> we don't we don't know for sure if you did anything, well, but we're gonna send you to Azkaban. The like worst the worst place, place ever. Literally the worst place in the world. Yes. Where all the worst people in the world go. That's like we think that you were jaywalking. 
And while we review the tapes, we are going to send you to Supermax Prison. <laughs> We're going to cut off both your legs. <laughs> with, all, with all the worst <laughs> for, people. For alleged jaywalking. No, and we'll, then, we'll reattach them if it proves And we'll tell that, you we're sorry. If, if it turns out that you were innocent in this. Uh, Dumbledore's been suspended by the governors, a.k.a. the school board, who yeah. may or may or not have been bribed into doing so by Lucius. And Hagrid, knowing that the boys are witnessing all this under the invisibility cloak, yells out to follow the spiders! And feed Fang. Somebody needs to feed Fang! And I talked about how I loved Cornelius's reaction to this in the last chapter. Because he thinks it's just the ravings of a madman. Yeah, it's just the crazy Well, this guy's definitely crazy, so it's a good thing we're sending him to Azkaban. Prison. Awful. So we're going to try something a little different. We talked about how it takes me about four hours to prep for a, a one-hour show, in addition to reading it because of the copious notes I usually take. Jessica has volunteered to switch roles with me and take the play-by-play role, and I'm going to be more of the color commentary on this. And I am if this show is terrible, it is my fault because... Because I talked him into it? Because Jess is uh, really good at her role, and she's very familiar with the books. And if I don't drill down deep enough into these, uh, I apologize. So, Jessica, where are we starting here in Chapter 15? What's going on? What's going on? Well, first thing they tell us is it's summer, which for us Harry Potter fans who've read the books, we know. Each book is like a full year, school year, so we know we're getting down there. So it's so they go to year-round school. No, they go home for the summer, but it's it's summer has started, so we're getting down to the end. Hmm. So they don't get out like at the end of May. Probably, but I don't know. They just said it's starting to feel like summer. Okay. It seems like they should be going home. <laughs> I didn't know if it was one of those. We're year, getting. We're almost year there. Year-round, year-round schools like no. they do in Colorado. No, we're almost there. Once the weather turns warmer and summer's right around the corner, the book's almost over. In summer! Kids are getting killed! Nobody's died yet. That's true. Just petrified. Yeah. 50 years ago, somebody. We need those mandrakes to hurry up and get ready, though, since. They're uh, too busy, like, sneaking off into each other's pots and being all emo and recluse like you know talking back to their moms kids are mean alright so like you said Hagrid's gone Dumbledore's gone and everyone is terrified they can't go anywhere by themselves they gotta be herded around the school and taken from class to class I was trying to think about how this would work in our school if each teacher like your homeroom teacher takes you to the next class Mm -hmm. but then, like, the special areas teacher, your PE teacher, would have to take you back to your next class. And so on and so on and so on. We did that one year when it was, uh, when I was a classroom teacher, we used to have half-hour special area classes. Yeah. So you'd have, like, a half-hour of music instead of an hour of music, half-hour of PE instead of an hour of PE. And it was, it was really dumb. <laughs> by the way, you couldn't like. <laughs> couldn't by the time, you, by the time you got the kids there, it was time to go. Oh yeah. But right. the PE teacher would walk them to music, so they would have like PE and music the same day. It was really weird. 
Oh, I think we used to do something like that where we'd go from one to the other. It was just a but lot yeah, of that's, you spent. It was like a lot Lord of time of, walking around. Yeah, it was like Lord of the. It's like a Lord of the Rings book. You spend most of your time just walking around. Well, and our kids, they can't be quiet in the line, so you no, can't get walking's very far. The, walking's the hardest part of it their is. day. It is. <laughs> that's, walking quietly. Walk, movement is the hardest part of their day. That's where the the most trouble occurs. So uh, b- before we move on, you, you mentioned that Dumbledore is gone. So who's kind of the de facto person in charge the sub, now? Who's filling in? McGonagall. McGonagall. Yeah. She so kind of like the vice principal. Yeah. Takes over when the principal's not second there. Second in charge. Okay. That's I was just kind. I was just kind of curious. My goodness, the dogs are being silly. All right. So yeah, McGonagall's in charge. Dumbledore's gone. Everybody's terrified. The boys aren't even allowed to see Hermione. The the hospital wing's on lockdown. I wrote that too. I wrote down. That was my first question. I wrote down. They can't even visit Hermione. The three of them together has really been the way, the reason the support system works. Mm-hmm. I think they all kind of have their what's the word I'm thinking of. They all kind of had their reservations and the things that they're not so confident about and I think the reason why the three-person support system works is that they all have their positive traits that they bring to the friendship too you know like Harry is kind of wide-eyed about everything and he's got Ron there who has a lot of experience with magical things but Ron is not the the bookworm of the group. He's not the one who is... I thought you were going to say he's not the brightest. I was like, that's a little harsh. I I almost (laughs) said that, but he's he's not the scholar of the group. Let's just say that. And sometimes he... He knows things happen. He just doesn't know why. He's like, this is the way it is. And sometimes he kind of just jumps to conclusions about things where Hermione's the one who will kind of slow him down and say, you know, let's think this out. Let's go through the steps that we need to to do in order to figure out what's going on and of course we've got Harry who is I mean he's just knee-deep in in everything and if it if not for the other two you know kind of you know keeping him level-headed you know he would get he's 12 at this point you know he would get super overwhelmed by everything so not having Hermione there and not even being able to interact with her and 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 not that they could interact with her because she's petrified, but even being able to to see her, like when you're visiting a, a relative in the hospital, you know, there's some comfort in in just seeing them. Yeah. You know, even if they're, you know, not responsive. So, it, the fact that they can't even visit her, I think, throws kind of the, the friendship dynamic off a little bit. If that makes sense. Yeah. And it's really sad. Well, there's that too. It's, it's just, really it's sad. just sad. It's just sad. Um, and like you're saying, Hermione is the thinker, and they kind of need her right now, because in the beginning, Harry's trying to decipher all these things that they were told in Hagrid's hut. You know, Dumbledore left his little parting message to the empty room, and like you said, Hagrid left his little parting message to the empty room. Yeah, I had that in my my notes, too. The, the parting message, I will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me. Help will always be given in Hogwarts to those who ask for it. And I was kind of like, Harry, I'm like, what does that mean, man? (laughs) What are you talking about? Who do I go to for help? Are you talking about me helping? Because I don't know what's going on. He literally says, 
Who am I supposed to ask? Everyone is terrified. <laughs> Everyone. I don't know what to do, sir. I got one guy telling me to follow the spiders. You're giving me cryptic messages about helping. You're saying it in the general direction that you know where I'm hiding under this this invisibility cloak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they can't figure that one out. At least not me on neither. their own. Me so neither. They need I need Hermione too. <laughs> So you're my Hermione, and you're not. You weren't there when I was reading this chapter. I wasn't. I wouldn't give you any spoilers. No, you anyway. wouldn't. Who would be our Ron? Am I Ron? I think I'm Ron. Yeah, I'm Ron. You're Hermione. <laughs> Who's Harry then? I don't know. We don't have a Harry. We don't have a Harry in our group. Batman. <laughs> our dog Batman. <laughs> he could be our Harry. Is Harry? Okay, I'm definitely Ron. I was. I for a second there, I was like, I was kind of thinking that. Oh, I'm, I'm of course, Harry. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm obviously Ron. And because and it makes more sense because my mom is Mrs. Weasley. That does, makes perfect sense. Yep, it does make perfect sense. So huh. we're in need of a Harry, I guess. Maybe Mike's are Harry. Yeah, Mike's made an uh, appearance on the podcast before. Yeah. Mike Bono of the uh, Insanely Successful Comparing Apples to Oranges podcast. Yeah. I don't know, because it can't be any of your brothers, because those are also Weasleys. Those are also Weasleys, um, of course. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of somebody outside of the Weasley clan. I even have a bill in my... Yeah, we have a bill. <laughs> in my, in my uh, rhino clan. <laughs> okay, so Ron and Harry can't figure out what Dumbledore's talking about, so they move on to what Hagrid was saying. Mm -hmm. Easy one, feed Fang, check. Although, I don't know how they're sneaking out to do that. Um, but follow the spiders. Unfortunately, they can't find any more spiders. I doubt Ron's looking all that hard. Are you afraid of spiders? Since you're Ron? Yeah, I don't like spiders. <laughs> okay. I don't like spiders or snakes. So, I don't know if, if Ron's afraid of snakes too yet. We haven't really encountered that. Encountered too much other than. <laughs> <laughs> but um they go to potions class we go to a lot of classes here well, i was gonna ask about the spiders thing because like if somebody told me right now to follow the spiders i don't see any thank goodness i don't just see spiders yeah you could go like look in the corners in the basement or something yeah if i was really but this is an old a giant old castle you think there's not spiders running around just like everywhere, just running around. I don't. Not everywhere. We need but to. They need to call like the termites. Orkin Man or something like that because there shouldn't just be spiders just everywhere. Well, it seems like there's a lot of spiders. Well, I think the custodian needs to do a better job <laughs> <laughs> of clearing spider webs and maybe spraying every once in a while. Yeah. Maybe fumigate the place. Maybe one of those. Uh, Bug bombs. Summer's off. They just bug bomb the place. Bug bomb. Put, put the big curtain over the whole castle. The, the big green curtain. Like when they oh, fumigate a, an apartment building. <clears throat> Might work. Maybe. But I don't think an old castle seals very well. So they probably just come right back. Yeah. You probably and they are have, surrounded by forests. So it's kind of like when, I, woods, when I went to college at, at Lindenwood University. Everything was really like run down. And then as soon as I leave, they use all the money I... I spent there to... And it's really nice now. Mm-hmm, it is. I probably could have followed the spiders when I was there. See? <laughs> but now you can't. It's, no. like, super nice and modern. 
So I was just curious about that because to me, I just don't see spiders just like crawling in, in line formation on a daily basis. Like if I see a spider, it's rare and it's terrifying. You had a lot of roly-polies in your library. Um, a few roly-polies, mostly crickets. I have a lot of crickets. And not this time of year yeah. because it's cold as we're recording this. But for some reason, I have, when the, it warms up, I have crickets in my library all the time. If somebody told me to follow the crickets, I could... You can't. I you can't get, follow crickets I could either. Get, because... I could get to the bottom of this Chamber of Secrets thing. Because like, <laughs> no, they always sound like they're coming from somewhere else. No, they're visible in oh, my okay. library. <laughs> I hear just listening. They're visible. And I try to catch them and let them outside so the kids don't just murder them relentlessly. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to encourage the murder of small creatures that look like, uh, they kind of look like, what's the little creature that Newt always has in his pocket? Truffle? Bow truffle. Bow truffle. Truffle. Yeah, I know something, I knew if I gave you a hint, I'd get you there. <laughs> so I'm not trying to encourage the murder of little creatures that look like bow truffles. Yes, no. Alright, so, on to potions class. There's one person in the school who is very, very happy. You're so good at this. Because it's, that's like the literal, like, I didn't write the copious notes that I normally do. Mm-hmm. But what I did write are the little things that you're leading here. Literally, the next thing that I put was, Draco seems to thrive on the chaos and the violence. <laughs> that's a bit extreme. I think he's just... No, he's just happy. He's, he's just so happy. happy that people are getting petrified and that, like... The, but, the, the the most powerful wizard in the world who was leading our school is now gone. And But to him, these are good things. Yeah. He thinks that Dumbledore is the worst. He thinks that Muggleborn shouldn't be at the school. So these are all good things to him. It's awful. He he's doesn't awful understand person. that it's violence and chaos. He's like, oh, this yeah, is the way it should go. I think this he does. Is, we're finally on the right track here. This is here. the way life should be. Yes. The That's muggles, what he thinks. The Muggleborn should getting, be, and the Half-Bloods should be... Should be gone. Should be packing their bags and getting out. They shouldn't be at this school. Maybe the new headmaster will leave the chamber open for good. Mm. We won't have, won't have any more problems. Yeah, we can ignore the fact that children are being hunted. Dumbledore's gone. All's Just good. Just the Muggleborn ones, and he, they don't belong there anyway. We're sending possibly innocent people to the worst place <laughs> on Earth. Well, he thinks Hagrid's the worst, anyway. He is, just so, because he's big and hairy. Yeah. And it's kind of smelly. And by hairy, I mean full of hair, not Harry Potter, oh. not Harold Potter. <laughs> he's big. He's big and hairy and a little smelly, and just because he's different, we send him to prison. That's yeah. not how society works, sir. Well, if you're a Malfoy, that is. Apparently, they're the so, worst. And and all these great changes that are coming about. His dad did it. So of course he, he did. He feels extra special. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you can thank me. My dad fixed this whole school. What a jerk. <laughs> God, he's the worst. And then he starts butter, uh, kissing up to Snape. Are you going to be the next headmaster? You should be the next headmaster, sir. You'd be great at it, sir. Well, that was another thing, too, that Snape, when, like you said, uh, Draco was buttering Snape up, I kind of expected Snape, to just give, like, a Snape's just kind of off, like, uh, puts off everybody that, especially anybody that tries to be friends with him. He kind of just doesn't have, 
just doesn't want to interact with humans, <laughs> you know, in a po- in a positive way. But Snape kind of, at first, he kind of gives the, you know, sit down, Malfoy. Like I don't have time to talk about that. But he does it with like a little smirk on his face. It's almost like he's uh, blushing a little bit. Well, he he does. I don't know if I can say like his Slytherins, but mm-hmm. he shows preference to them. Mm-hmm. Definitely, there's been references to that mm-hmm. and you know malfoy's dad got the whole school whole quidditch team new brooms it's pretty cool pretty nice brooms head of the house he, he you know it all links back together so now, does does snape get like a bonus or something if his his house, if his wins, house wins, wins the house, house cub i don't know or is it just like pride That's, like I when i when, pride. when my class would go out on field day and we would win like tug of war. <laughs> there might be some like side betting going on between the the heads. You don't oh, gotcha. know. You don't know. Not, but not an official bonus. I don't think. Yeah, so. probably McGonagall. McGonagall's starting. All oh that. yeah. <laughs> She's a degenerative gambler. <laughs> betting on no, all. but she is hardcore Quidditch. So very. I had a, a teacher that I that I worked with, uh, just like the. the She's retiring now, but just one of the coolest old school. She's very old school teachers. She was super competitive. Like if there was a canned food drive. Oh, yeah. A door decorating contest. Our our door decorating contests have been banned because it turned into like whole hallways. And we used all the paper in the school Mm -hmm. (laughs) during the paper shortage. Many trees died in the making of the the door decorating process. Yeah, McGonagall kind of strikes me as like the overly comp- like her her house always wins the canned food drive. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you think they have a canned food drive around Christmas time, like for needy families, like to feed the Muggles? Well, no, probably not since they're away at school. Mm-hmm. It's not like they can go. The kids can go grocery shopping. Well, they could have owls bring them. Yeah, the owls can bring. They could write home to mom and dad and say, "Hey, you could you send, send in like, a few uh, things of ramen noodles?" And- <laughs> Maybe some, uh, some ramen. I, that, ramen was always my go-to because it was you could buy a bunch of it, mm-hmm. and it was like fifteen cents a, uh, a packet. Thing. Yeah, that's how my class won the canned food drive. <laughs> I brought in all the ramen. Yeah, we we just had one recently, and there was a classroom that was like way out ahead of everybody else. So well, you always get the you always have the class that has the one parent that says, "I'm going to spend three hundred dollars on." Canned can goods, so that you guys can win this twenty dollar popcorn party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I want my child to experience winning. Yeah, and not just buy them some popcorn. All right, so sorry. <laughs> back on track. Yep. We're we go over to herbology next. Snape has to pack them all up. Oh, there was kind of an incident though at the end of of there was potions. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gets missed because they're packing up. They're trying to get lined up. Snape's, come on, come on, let's go. I think Draco kind of makes an offhanded comment about Hermione, right? Yeah. Very mean. And Very Ron, mean. being being the me of the group, <laughs> is ready to throw down when somebody says something about his girl. <laughs> yeah. You, it took a, it took two suit Harry and another student to restrain him mm-hmm. in the back of the line. He even says, 
I know my wand's broken. I don't need my wand. Yeah, he says, I'm going to kill him with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what my my copy of the book yeah, said. Yeah, nope, that's what mine said. I'm going to kill him with my bare hands. Yep. He goes, I'm going to go all muggle on him. <laughs> I don't think he says that. No, but that... I don't, I don't need magic. I don't need magic. He goes, I got thunder and lightning. In my <laughs> my right hand and my left hand. I don't think he said that either. No, but... You would, like, pencil it in, yeah, I guess. I'll pencil it in. That's in the, the director's cut. <laughs> Maybe it's in the movie. We'll see. Yeah. We're getting to the point where we get to watch it. Yeah, I'm super excited to get to watch the movies. I've been trying to avoid any time that they're on TV. They're always on TV. They're always on TV. I'm trying to avoid watching them. Listening to, or having my the person I share my office with listen to the audiobooks has messed me up enough that I'm all like, where are we at? What book are we in? Mm-hmm. Because I'm hearing bits and pieces of hers as she's listening to it at work. So and she ha- would never listen to it at work. We were definitely on break. So we're heading to Herbology? Herbology, yes. And Ernie, that mean Hufflepuff, Mm -hmm. who was wrongly accusing Harry and spreading all those vicious rumors, Mm -hmm. evil Hufflepuffs, he apologizes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess he mans up and he apologizes. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if I meant to write that down, but... It's almost, oh, yeah, I did have it. I had it right here. Uh, it's almost like Hermione being petrified has cleared Harry's name. Mm-hmm. Because Harry was one of the people that he was kind of being accused of, of doing all these things, of being the heir of Slytherin. But the fact that something bad happened to Hermione, it seems like it is a well-known fact or it's it's well known by all the students how much Harry cares for Hermione, and that if something happened to her, it could. There's no way it could have been Harry. Yeah, that, did that it. they're too close. I don't see why. Just the fact that Harry was friends with a Muggleborn wasn't enough to kind of clear him before. I mean, I guess kids just don't think quite that way. But no. um, it yeah, it kind of helped him out. Kind of cleared his name. Thanks, Hermione. Yay! <laughs> Clearing my name. It only took you being petrified and at the throes of death. And they can't even go tell her thank you because they're not allowed. Nope. Because the hospital wing's on lockdown. Yep. Anyway, but they're in Herbology and they spot spiders. Mm-hmm. They can't go chase them, though, because they're in the middle of class. They were, like, crawling up a window or something mm-hmm. in, a, like, a sh- straight line. <laughs> Straighter line than our kids walk in at school. Probably quietly. Mm-hmm. I have um, a picture of of our four dogs that uh, we when we used to have four dogs all standing up in a all standing in a perfect straight line on the wall. I said, How come I can train my dogs to stand in a straight line, but I can't get you to do it? They're so bad. <laughs> They're just so bad. Anyway, so they spot kids the are a blessing though. Kids are a blessing. Okay. I got to say that to, so people don't think I'm an evil monster. Oh, okay. I don't really think that. I'm just saying it. I'm whispering now so nobody else can hear us. Okay. 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 All right, let's go. (laughs) So they spot the spiders and they decide that the spiders are headed towards 
the Forbidden Forest. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ron, <laughs> that's pretty much Ron's... Of all the places. Ron's reply right Why there. Why can't they like, oh, head God. to, like, the cafeteria or something? Yeah, the kitchen. Somewhere. Yeah. Maybe even the dungeons. But Preferable. <laughs> At least it's indoors. Yeah. In an enclosed area. So, they decide that they're going to do this thing. They're going to follow the spiders into the forest tonight. I was wondering why they didn't just, like, scoop one up and put it in a jar. And later, they could let it out and follow it. That sounds like a very Hermione thing to say, (laughs) you being the Hermione of this group. However, Hermione's not here. Hermione probably would have said, yeah, let's just put one in a jar. We'll we'll go later. (laughs) You're dealing with me. Who would not have thought that until you just said that. Sounds like an awesome plan. And Harry. So Mike didn't think of it either? No. Okay. We need the scholar. We need the Ravenclaw. I think Mike's Ravenclaw too, though. Well, so maybe so he, he, can't he can't be, be Harry. Harry. No. Huh. We'll find a Harry sometime. Someday. Someday our Harry will come. Someday our Harry will come. <laughs> exactly. All right, so they need the cloak, mm-hmm. the invisibility cloak. They're getting a lot of mileage out of that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing he got it early on. Now, do you, if you use it too much, do you have to, like, recharge it? Do you have to put new batteries in it? You just um, get unlimited u- invisibility uses? No. If a, if a thread tears in it, does it lessen its invisibility Probably. Um... Most invisibility cloaks, I don't know, this is kind of spoilery. Can I just cut a piece of it off and drape it over my head and look, run around and look like my head is cut off? I think they're more durable than that. I don't okay. think you can just cut it. Could I, use, I don't think it just snags. Could I use magical scissors to cut? I don't know, but it might, if you cut it, it might just take away all the magic. That's what I'm wondering. Like when they cut Rapunzel's hair off That's and it all turned brown. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I think you ruin it. Yeah. Once you cut the That's tapestry. That's what I'm asking. I don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. Don't, why would you just don't cut your invisibility cloak? Okay. I just thought it'd be cool like making it into like a sweater vest so it looked like, like I had no like torso. I think you could just like tie it that way. Okay. Like a little toga. I'm just asking. Just, just asking questions. Don't cut questions. it. Just don't cut it. All right. Just asking questions. There's no need to cut it. All right. So they need the cloak. Mm-hmm. They need Fang. Because mm-hmm. Fang goes in the forest all the time yeah. with Hagrid. That's the best thing there is to take Fang. Plus, well, I probably need to feed him. Plus, he's big and brave, too. Uh, <laughs> big? Like like my dog, Crypto? She's big <laughs> and brave? the biggest chicken ever. No, Robin's the biggest chicken ever. Well, Crypto was scared of flies. Yes. Because the horse flies used to bite her on the, the float trips. And she couldn't come through the door if it wasn't all the way open. Yeah. Well, that was just her being polite, though. But the door was open. Well. Just wasn't all the way open. Agree to disagree. She'd just stand there and go, I don't know what to do. Do you think Fang... It seemed like Fang was eager to, to just go outside. It, Given the fact that we joked about how Fang is brave, Fang's obviously not brave it's it kind of seems like fang would be like a scooby-doo like i don't know if we should go in the forest (laughs) (laughs) like shut up we got treats but it's yeah it's almost like you know what i've been cooped up my master's gone yeah sure only i'll go in the forbidden forest with you it's better than being in the house by myself but i think that if 
if it wasn't that specific set of situations, Fang probably wouldn't be too enthused about going with the boys. Probably would, not. Would you do it for a Fang snack? What about two Fang snacks? I don't Fang snacks. Oh, that was Cauldron my cauldron cakes. That was my other thing too. Apparently, wizarding dogs can eat fudge. They gave him some fudge when yeah, he got there. Yeah, but that's not like it's Hagrid's fudge. Oh, is that special? That special fudge? <laughs> no, I just don't know how much actual fudge is in it. Okay. Apparently, dog wizarding dogs can eat fudge. If you're listening, your dog cannot eat fudge. No, no chocolate. Of any, any children kind. listening to this, do not give fudge to your dog. J.K. Rowling's gonna have a dog epidemic on her hands. People feeding their dogs fudge. Uh, we skipped a class. We skipped. Uh, Dada. Yeah. Well, Dada class. They made their plan. That's what I was saying. They made their plan to go. They got to get the cloak. They got to get Fang. Ron's not happy about it. And But they still have to go finish the day. Mm-hmm. So they go to class. Defense Against the Dark Arts. The great Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah. His behavior bothered me. In, in this the, one? In this chapter. Yeah, he's kind of a schmuck. He's like, well, everything's good. Why is everybody dope down? We Let's got have a party. We got rid of Hagrid. He's, of course, the cause of all of this. Everybody should be. I love that. He's like, they wouldn't have put him in Azkaban if, it, if they weren't 100% sure it was him. Like, they literally said. <laughs> we don't think it's we you. We don't think it's you. But However, we have to do something. We have to find some place to put you. Ron just—he's ha- Ron's having a rough day. Yes, he he's about to explode again. He's about to throw a book at Gilderoy Lockhart. He kind of talks back to him a little bit mm-hmm. and thinks about throwing his book at him. He was about to go all medieval on Draco. Yeah, and and then it probably doesn't help that Harry's like, "We're going in the forest tonight. We're following some spiders." So things get better. <laughs> the day keeps getting better. It's just like this is the worst day ever. This is my nightmare. So after they get done with that, they head back to the common room, and all these Gryffindors are crouped up in the common room with nothing to do because they got all this like mandatory curfew. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Come on, just go to sleep," but nobody will go to sleep. They keep losing games of expo- uh, losing games to Fred and George, and they just want everybody to go to sleep so they can sneak off and yeah, do their thing. Yep. But it's well after midnight, I guess, when they. Or able when to they actually get out. Get out, yep. They have to get the cloak. Well, Harry got the cloak earlier. He's been sitting on it. Mm-hmm. How do you, what if you lose your invisibility cloak? I feel like it would be very hard to lose, very easy to lose. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a cloak. It's pretty, probably pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah. All three kids fit under it sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's got the cloak. Everybody goes to sleep. They got to sneak out. There's teachers everywhere. Of course. And then we go get Fang. Like you said, they had to feed him fudge to keep him quiet because he was bouncing off the walls. And then we go into the forest. They find more spiders. Mm-hmm. They didn't need to put the one in the jar because they found some more. And Harry uses his wand to give them a little bit of light so they can follow the spiders Blue too. Walls. Yes. And, you know, the one thing Hagrid told him about going into the forest is stay on the trail. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. But the spiders don't stay on the trail. Hagrid also told him to follow the spiders. Hmm. Mm. Seems like you're giving conflicting instructions there. Mm. 
I gotta decide between stay on the trail and be all right, or follow the spiders. You gotta follow the spiders, is what Hagrid said. Yeah. Follow the spiders! <laughs> so they leave the trail. And they wander around through the thick forest forever. And they come to a clearing. Mm -hmm. And they find... The car. The car! It's been skulking around the, the forest. And apparently they said that it's it's wild now. <laughs> it's gone wild. Yeah. It's got it's beat up, it's muddy. So it's it's been eating just like random things just to stay alive and you know just What do cars eat? Gasoline. But there's no gas in the forest. Well, uh, gasoline comes from dead things. So there you go. There's your science. <laughs> there's your science fact of the day. All right. All we right. will all eventually be gasoline someday. So they're greeting the now wild car, mm -hmm. but it, it's they said it's like a lost dog. It comes right up to him. It's like, hey man, which is missed what, you. Which I thought was kind of because it seemed like it was mad at him. Yeah, the but last it's, time it's been almost a whole year, whole school year. Yeah. So okay. six months, you can get over it. It seemed like it was really happy to see him. Yeah. It had taken on those those human qualities that we talked about, personification. You know, but it didn't think to warn them before they got snatched up by hairy legs. Yeah. Maybe it tried to talk, but it realized it was a car. Maybe. It couldn't do it. <clears throat> couldn't, like, honk or frantically wave the windshield wipers. Honk, 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 honk. See, it alerted Robin. She thought something was wrong. So they got scooped up by spiders, Jessica? Spiders. Big spiders. It says the size of a cart horse. Hmm. Is that what you were uh, saying? So bigger Mine than, said a cart horse. Yeah, it was something like that. Bigger than a bread basket. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Why is that the 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 comparison for, for size that's been for... About the last hundred years. Is it bigger than a bread basket? I, I don't know. Is a bread basket like a picnic basket? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. know. Our bread comes in bags. Yeah. This is America. America. All right, so we get scooped up by big old spiders. And carried off. Even Fang. I'm not sure how the spider picked up Fang, but the Big spider. spider. Yeah. And they get taken to... An even bigger spider. Mm. This one's the size of an elephant. Mm. And this is the namesake of our chapter, correct? Aragog, yes. And Aragog, I said, had the milky eyes. Yeah, he's really old. He's got like gray mm -hmm. hair in his. So he was blind. He's and, blind. But he's obviously their big dog. He's obviously the king of the giant man-eating spiders. I think, I think he's dad. He's Papa. He's Papa. Papa spider. Yeah, they do kind of they do kind of mention that. Well, I don't want to get ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Um, so he he thinks it's Hagrid, and they go, oh, it's not Hagrid. It's other other men. I'm like, <laughs> men? Okay, whatever. They probably just consider all all humans men. men yeah. yeah. And everybody's like, all right, well, if it's not Hagrid, kill him. It's fine. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Where Hagrid sent us? <laughs> Which is what I would have said even if. I didn't know Hagrid. If I heard that the, the name Hagrid, it's like, oh no, but I'm 
friends with Hagrid. Yes, actually. Uh, good friends. Very, ha- very good friends. Hagrid. I mean, Hagrid. How do you say it? What, how? <laughs> Can you say that one more time? Yeah. Uh, we're, we're old college buddies, and he told me to come and see how you're doing. Hagrid didn't go to college. Kill him. Ah! <laughs> that wouldn't last long. No, no. Yeah, so Harry tries to explain. We're friends. He sent us. We've, we've got problems. We're trying to help Hagrid out. He's in danger. He's Yeah, he's throwing it all at him. Mm-hmm. But not being too specific, because that'll, that'll get you into trouble. Sure. Like saying college buddies, that's just mm-hmm. not going to work. So, Aragog kind of explains, fills in the blanks that we're missing. A lot of information. Yeah. yeah. A lot of information. A lot of, we get a lot of backstory from Aragog. Yep. So Harry says, you know, oh, he got put sent to Azkaban because they think that he let the creature loose. That's kill, that's hurt the hunting the students or whatever. And he's like, no, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And they, it wasn't him and it wasn't me. And hey, fills in all the missing pieces. Yeah, we find out that that creature that Hagrid got caught with by Tom Riddle 50 years ago was Aragog. Yes. And Hagrid had got Aragog as uh, an egg because... He probably. I was a little confused by that. He was like, "No, I was born in a faraway land," and he's probably laid in a faraway. Yeah, land. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like you aren't hatched How in a faraway is, land. Yeah, born is a different term. And Hagrid used to like sneak uh, Aragog like table scraps mm-hmm. at Hogwarts. He said he never hurt anybody. He no. never saw anything but the inside of that cupboard. Even though Aragog did say that their instinct is would be to. Kill humans. Kill humans, but they didn't do that because He of, never did because of Hagrid. Hagrid was his friend, almost like Papa to him. Yeah, like a stepdad. Mm-hmm. And it even said that later on, Hagrid was like, <laughs> was like Match.com. Yeah. And found ho- him ho- a, found, found fa- a woman. Did an arranged marriage for Aragog, got him a <laughs> wife, and had all the these strong young lads and lasses. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, protected him, got him out when when everything was going bad at the castle. So Hagrid did a lot for this guy. Hit him in the guy. forest, got him away. Raised woman. him, mm-hmm. married him, married him off. He didn't marry him. Married him off. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming he, he got um, certified online and performed the ceremony. Probably. Sounds and, like something Hagrid would do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's... Uh, it was probably mail order back then because yeah. technology and... Kind of like quick spell. Yeah. Send away and get your... Certificate. Your online uh, marriage, <laughs> marriage uh, ability to marry, marry people. Why can't I come up with this word? Ordain. Ordain. Or, ordain online. <laughs> I'm I'm ordained. I can't even think of the word. So yeah, that's yeah, where we're. But he explains. I never left the cupboard until until I had to run away. Until yeah. he had to get me out of the castle mm-hmm. to save me from from people thinking that I was the monster. And he says the girl died. In like an upstairs bathroom. Yeah, it's like a bathroom I, or something. I wouldn't go there. I like quiet. I like dark. Why would I go into a girl's bathroom? Yeah, totally not quiet, all not time. dark. Go- always gossiping. Oh yeah, giggling and shrieking and mm-hmm. putting on makeup. <laughs> so Harry says, "Okay, well then, what was the creature? 
Because Aragog says he warned Hagrid. Mm -hmm. He warned him. He wanted to leave mm -hmm. before he got kicked out because this creature was there. Mm -hmm. And he hates those that creature. It's the worst thing. It's what spiders fear, fear above all else. Wouldn't even say the name. Yeah, and Harry's like, so what is it? We're all on the edge of our seats. What is it? We, Wouldn't we don't even tell Hagrid the name. Never even told Hagrid nope. the name all those years, even after everything Hagrid did. They do not speak of it. That reminds me of uh, another character that people do not speak of because they're so afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is the spider version of Voldemort. I don't speak of it. Well, I mean, we can speak of it now because we're safe here, I think. Uh, all right, so then Harry's like, all right, well, if you're not going to tell me, we're just, we're just going to go. We're going to go. Just going to get out of here. Thanks for your help. No, no. My kids are going to eat you. Yeah, because I can't deny them fresh meat. I mean, I told them not to eat Hagrid, of yeah, course. but Hagrid is my surrogate dad. No, fresh meat. Not you. Don't even know you. You said you went to college with Hagrid. That's not true. So they need a hero. They're holding out for a hero. You think that was playing on the radio? I need a hero. I'm holding up for a hero until the end of the night. He's gotta be strong and he's gotta be fast and he's gotta be a flying car. Yes, so the car zips in. Horn blaring, lights going. The boys jump in. Oh, it's like knocking spiders mm -hmm. left and right, yeah. running them over. over. And the boys, <laughs> the boys jump in, grab Fang, and they don't have to do anything. The, Harry's like, Ron didn't even have to put his foot on the gas. Mm -hmm. The car took care of it all, got him out of there. He threw Fang in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. uh, I imagine that was kind of a chore to <laughs> pick Fang up. It's like when I used to put crypto in the bathtub. <laughs> you got to do one end at a time. Uh -huh. Um, so, we gotta talk about this, because this, right here, it's the video game. is the video game. Mm -hmm. The worst, absolute worst level of the video game the ever. Le Lego Harry Potter video game, the first one. Mm -hmm. This is this was my first exposure to Harry Potter. I told you I did it exactly opposite. We did I did the video games, and then the movies, and then the theme park, and now the books. <laughs> Most people do that in the opposite A little order. different order, yeah. But the, the level in the video game, I remember, you're in the car, you're going down the hill with the spiders chasing you, and about every five seconds, the big spider grabs you and boom, 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 boom. Yes. Picks the car up and just bangs it on the ground. And it took about 45 minutes to finish what yeah. should have been well, a five-minute level. And you couldn't see level. anything because it was completely so dark. dark. You're just... You're just button mashing and mm -hmm. hoping for the best Awful. and when you hear that song that sound boom 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 you know you didn't mm -hmm. you didn't get the best those games are so fun but that is such a dumb level such yeah. a poorly made frustrating the worst dumb level so 45 minutes later you get through it mm -hmm. kind of like this to, podcast you had to free play <laughs> it and it was oh it was awful it's awful yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> as soon as you said we got to talk about this, I said, "Oh, she's going to talk about the video game." <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, I, I just, I couldn't, couldn't ever do that one again if I, if we had to. So I know we're kind of getting to the end of the chapter here, but you know, big takeaways here, minus the, 
the heroics of the car is that Hagrid did not open the Chamber of Secrets 50 years ago. His pet was not the monster. He's had zero culpability in, in this. You know, I thought that maybe there was a chance that, yeah, Hagrid, because he, he loves monsters, you know, so of course he, you know, maybe he loved this monster a little too much and trusted it a little too much and maybe it got out and did something bad and now he, you know, that's his cross to bear for the next 50 years, but nope. no. Nothing, nothing like that at all. No. So he really has absolutely no reason to be where he is right now. So, wrapping up? Wrapping up. So the boys, I guess, drop Fang back off, head upstairs, get back and in, get into bed. Ron falls asleep, but Harry stays up and he's thinking, trying to piece it all together like mm-hmm. you were just doing. And mm-hmm. he, he, Which Hermione he makes, would have done already. Yeah. She, run, as they're rushing, running out for their lives, she's like, oh, yeah, I figured it all out. You're getting, the car is getting slammed by the spider. <laughs> I think I figured out what the Aragog was talking about. And he makes the connection between the monster mm-hmm. and Voldemort, like mm-hmm. you said earlier. And then Harry has the light bulb moment. Ding, ding. And he wakes Ron up and he knows who they have to go talk to. Now, if only we knew a girl who died. In a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Only Because that's the only lead left. Everything else mm-hmm. has dead-ended. Except for this girl mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Do we know anybody like that? We do. Moaning Myrtle! Yeah! I'm assuming that's where we're going next chapter. I would hope so. If they get this all figured out, they might as well do something about it. What was the... Uh, the comparison that between and we talked about the comparison between the game and the the book. What about the movie? Was that similar to the the interaction with Aragog and then the rescue by the the heroic car? Pretty similar. Um, you know, I'm still gonna say it's been a while since I've seen the movie mm-hmm. now. Um, and like as we're doing this, it gets further away from all of the movies because I. I'm trying not to watch them. But yeah, I think this scene's pretty similar. And the car at the end of the rescue kind of drops them off in a clearing. Yeah, I kind and then of he just, just kind dumps of, them out. Like, okay, I saved you. Now I'm done with you. I have no more responsibility. That's the way I felt. And he just goes he back just like, to Bye. his forest life, right? Yeah, yeah, he's happy with his forest life. Okay. It's like he's 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 like found like another car in the forest and they started a family and he's like this maybe, is my life maybe now. Hagrid found him another car you, Hagrid you is match.com yeah. in the wizarding world I think he'd been in the forest for a while and he saw the kids and he was like oh hey hey mm-hmm. I know you guys and then he was like oh come on mm-hmm. getting into trouble already mm-hmm. you bring nothing but drama to you know, my run life over all these spiders and then spider, save you. spider juice go all back over to the school windshield. leave me alone yeah, he's done. He's like, okay, you know what? And I remember why I left you. Do you think he killed any of the spiders when he ran them over? I don't know. Because Those... if he did, that could cause some drama. But... Some little spiders, probably. Because mm. remember they said the forest floor was just like all spiders. Yeah. So I'm sure some of those got squished. But oh, I don't man. know that the cart horse-sized spiders 
died okay. from. I mean, I think I could mine broke some, some legs though. I could. Now, on on the other hand, though, they were going to murder these children. Children, yeah. <laughs> so shame on you, spiders. Yeah. We about done with this chapter? Here? I think we're about done. We're about done with all of it. We got three more chapters mm-hmm. left. Well, we can't go home yet because we got an email. We got an email. Uh, you can always send us your emails at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com or you can leave us a message on our Facebook page. That would be another way to get your email read on the air and we'll give you a little shout out. And this shout out goes to Shyla in West Bend, Iowa. Hi, Shyla. Shyla writes. I originally thought that Quidditch was just a fun thing J.K. Rowling wrote into the books to add entertainment and fill space. Looking back on it, though, it seems that some of the roles, Harry as Seeker, the Weasleys as Beaters, mirror their real-life roles. Am I looking too far into this? Hmm, no, I don't think so at all, because we talked about that a bit, you know, because I said that the Weasley boys did... Don't as, get enough credit as because, being protective. Yeah, and, being protective. And that they, they, they we talked about that how they are very protective of their their family and their friends in the day to day world. But that's what they do on the, the Quidditch pitch too. Mm, it comes out even more on the Quidditch. You know, that's mm-hmm. where it's front and center and not really hidden behind any jokes. For them, it's it's really obvious when they're playing Quidditch that they're protecting their team and. Because they are supposed to keep the the bludger, is that yeah away from their team and head it towards the other team. Mm-hmm. Now the Harry is the seeker, and then you've got the the chasers, right? Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are trying to score the points with Quaffle, yes. Gotcha. And then you got the keeper, who's like, like the, the goalie. goalie. So that makes a lot of sense. I think Shyla's like, I didn't even think about that until. You know, I thought about the Weasleys as being very protective, but I didn't think about how that related to their roles on the Quidditch pitch, too. What about Harry's role as a seeker? Well, you know, that gets a little spoilery, but he does have to go and find things. He ends up on, like, a mm-hmm. quest, so so to speak. And But, I, I mean, it's not to spoil what, what you're referring to, but, you know, speci- you're talking about specific things that he's... On, he's searching, he's for. searching for, but if you kind of look more metaphorically, he's kind of been see- a seeker his whole life, like yeah. seeking like who he really is, you know, who- and a place for himself, right? And yeah, like you're saying, just like an ident- identity. So that and makes friends. that makes a lot of Aww. sense, and I wonder if J.K. Rowling had that in mind when she she had to it because everything in this in these books has been meticulously thought out and planned and you know peel back layers like an onion mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how she ke- has kept all of this straight even to the point now where she's writing screenplays I just I don't see how you know she had can keep all of these characters and all these uh, callbacks that we're going to have several books from now you know that seem like little throwaway things in this book that are going to be callbacks several books from now that she had all planned out the mm-hmm. whole time. And we get a couple other main players too. Ron eventually joins the Quidditch team. Mm-hmm. He's a, he'll be and a Jenny. keeper, right? Mm-hmm. And Jenny is a chaser, I believe. I think so, yeah. Mm, there could be a little... Like the Weasleys have their own Quidditch team now, right there. Now, if you kind of look at... Uh, you know, Again, not to get too spoilery, but... Uh, Jenny's kind of been... Uh, 
chasing somebody around the last couple bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yes, uh, I guess you could say that. So uh, maybe there's uh, more to the positions on the Quidditch pitch than we uh, originally thought. So I thought I thought it was a really good email. I thought that was really yeah, interesting. Anything clever. else you want to add about that? No, I think we covered it Sh- without Sh- getting too spoilery. Shiloh's a Ravenclaw. She's got to be. <laughs> got to be. To ask a question like that. Yay, Ravenclaws! And Jess is all over it, and me just being the Hufflepuff is like, I didn't know. I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> and as we say that, I'm really hungry. Yeah. So it's time to eat. Which is another Hufflepuff thing, which I'm staring right at the kitchen and about to partake in a little bit of lunch so i think we could go ahead and wrap up chapter 15 of harry potter and the chamber of secrets and we will see you guys next time and you said we only got three chapters left. three chapters left all right until next time thanks for listening to broomsticks and butterbeer i am dan rhino jessica rhino and we'll see you later bye Those fingers in my hair That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it